you're listening to Breach Your Mind, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the rough waters of life and gain more perspective on complicated issues. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I wanted to take this first episode and just give a little introduction of who I am and what the show is and what it's geared for so you have an idea of where it's going in future episodes. So to start with, my name is Brian and I was born here in southeast Georgia and that's where I've spent the majority of my life with the exception of a few years here and there. As a young man, I started out working at the age of 14 on a construction crew with my stepdad and uh, that was quite an experience. I know 14 is not a young age for generations before me, but at my age, you know, that was young, at least in my generation now. So I worked construction during the summers, starting around 14, and continued that throughout my high school career, or at least most of my high school career before I picked up some of the more common jobs for high school kids, um, working at a grocery store as a bagger, a stocker, whatever you want to call it, and then working at a greenhouse for a short period of time, and then spent about four hours working in a restaurant washing dishes before I realized, yeah, that one, that one wasn't for me either. So, along the way, I wound up, you know, also when I turned 16, joining a volunteer fire department in one of my local areas, and I would continue that one thing throughout the entire time I was in high school. So, after high school, I wound up going into basic training for the Georgia Air National Guard, and after graduating basic training in tech school, I spent uh, around two years, roughly, in the Air National Guard before I decided that the traditional guardsman was not the path I wanted to go at the time. I wanted something a little more regular, you know, more a little mainstream, follow that childhood dream of being in the Air Force, a little bit more than what I was getting with the guard on the traditional weekends. So I wound up transferring over to active duty and I spent just under right around two years active duty before I was medically discharged. And right after that, I wound up coming back home, right here in Southeast Georgia. I don't know how a lot of other people feel, but for me, and the way I was raised, home is home. You know, that's where your roots are, and that's where I was comfortable at. And uh, that's where I wanted to go back to to continue raising my family. After all, I thought it was a fine place for me and mine, so might as well do it with my own family. So after coming back home, I wound up spending a couple of years in the private sector doing some outdoor work, uh, more manual labor type stuff, learning a trade. And at some point, one of my older brothers, I am the second youngest of five, come to me and brought the idea of starting our own business. That's not something I was real comfortable with. Didn't really venture out on things like that, but it made sense. You know, it's been all these years putting money in somebody else's pocket with, with our work. And why not give it a shot for our own? So we did. And after a little bit, we both had different ideas on how a business should run. So we wound up parting ways as far as a business goes. And I went at it on my own. Somewhere along those lines, um, we lost our mom. When she passed away, it really kind of rocked my world. You know, I really didn't have any direction the business wasn't a true heartfelt notion for me to begin with. So it wasn't real hard for me to just kind of 
fall back into my depression, if you will, and uh, let the business fail. It wasn't no sweat off my back. Like I said, it wasn't my passion to begin with, but that was a little bit hard to do on the financial standpoint. You know, obviously, without the business being there, didn't have any income, so I was working side jobs here and there so that I could pay the bills, put food on the table, you know, keep the lights on for the family, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And uh, I spent about three months doing that. And it was during that time that I decided to go after something else. Um, something I'd put off for a while just because, you know, it didn't really have a good connotation with a bunch of my friends. But it was kind of where my heart led me. You know, sometimes you just got to you gotta chase after your own dream despite what others may think or, or say or do. So I wound up putting myself through the academy to become a peace officer. And that's what I did. Here in my state, we call that pre-service when you put yourself through. It's basically you become a free agent once you complete the academy. You know, you can apply for whatever law enforcement agency you want, and you're free to go. You're not sponsored, so you're not bound to anyone. And that's what I did. Unfortunately, I got picked up by the agency that I did, and that's where I started my career. And I've actually been in that career for the last 15 years of my life. It's been a, it's been a heck of a roller coaster. I've seen and done a lot more things than I ever thought I would do. But it's during that time that I learned a lot as well. So after I started working as a law enforcement officer, I decided to go back to school. I had passed up it, passed on it uh, earlier in my life and kind of let my ego and some other decisions getting in the way. So I put my college education on hold. And around 27, 28 years old, I decided, you know what, let's, let's go ahead and do that. Let's go ahead and get some higher education and see where it can take me. So I did. I wound up earning my associates in criminal justice, my bachelor's in criminal justice administration, and then went on to get my master's in forensic psychology. And while the material I learned there was good, well, I learned it, and it obviously stuck, it wasn't so much the material itself that I really gained from college. It was something a little more profound that I hadn't expected. When I entered college, I kind of figured I had things figured out. You know, I'd already been law enforcement officer a couple years. I've done a lot of stuff in that 26, 27 years of my life. So I thought I had a good grasp on things and uh, found out I was pretty ignorant. You know, I, I entered college thinking, I'm here I am, I'm fixing to start college with a bunch of people that, you know, the only experience that they've got is their own life experience. They, they've probably never gone out and really done anything, um, especially anything that was going to try them or test them, you know, outside of scholastics. And uh, I was wrong. You know, I, I got in there as a seasoned law enforcement officer. Well, <laughs> a couple years in, you're not seasoned, but I'd had a couple years under my belt. So I'd seen some things and I'm listening to these other folks talk and reading what they're, they're putting in for the teacher. And you know, a lot of it didn't really set well with me because it was a, it was a perception that at least in my view, wasn't true. 
you know, I'd, I'd seen and done a lot of things, like I said, so these perceptions were real foreign to me, and I didn't understand how these individuals could come to these perceptions. But along that ride, I understood that those perceptions were their realities, and that was something I had to work on. So going through all of the education and learning the different classes and materials and things of that nature, what I wound up picking up more than anything was becoming more open-minded. And one of the classes that actually did that for me was philosophy, oddly enough. And I say that because I'm you know, being joking, but it really did. It was a particular section talking about a river, about how a river is never the same river. And that kind of kind of made me chuckle and you know, I look back on it now and thought how ignorant I was thinking to begin with, but of course the river's the same river. You know, here in southeast Georgia we've got quite a few. And uh they've been the same since I was a kid. You know, the the Ogeechee's still the Ogeechee, the Savannah still the Savannah. Yeah, it hadn't changed. But when I looked deeper into it, you know, doing the philosophy class, I realized that it wanted you to look deeper. And that's where that profoundness come from, that, that ability to be more open-minded. So when I stopped and thought about it, you know, factually, the river's not the same river. The water's never the same water. The ground's constantly eroding, whether it's the banks or something down at the bottom of the river or along the edges. You know, people are always adding things to or taking things from. All of those things change it. And when it changes, well, it's not exactly like it originally was. So no, a river is not the same river. That perspective really opened my mind up. And as I moved through finishing all of my scholastic and educational requirements, I started applying these things that I was learning, not so much the material, but the open-mindedness to my job and that's where things got interesting it, it brought something to the table that I never knew I had an ability to see things from other people's perspectives not just black and white not just what the letter of the law said or not just you know what's going on on a home is simply you know an alcohol issue or a you know an abusive spouse there's there's always more to it sometimes it's that simple but oftentimes it's not you know I've, I've definitely found that life is definitely not black and white it's black and white and a whole lot of shades of gray in there and it's in those shades of gray that we have an opportunity to make a difference so that brought me to the podcast at this point you know why the podcast why, why take that extra step and go out and do this? And honestly, it's just in hopes that I can help somebody else. You know, I've seen the positive impact that what I do, you know, locally does. And what if there's somebody out there that, you know, could maybe use that kind of help too? Or just has no idea where else to turn and they could use a helping hand you know 
why would I pass that up? I'm not saying I know everything. Lord knows I don't. But what's a different perspective? You know? You know, I may be from southeast Georgia, but I've seen and been a lot of places. I've met a lot of people. And I believe at their core, people are real similar. So why not take the shot? So here I am. I mean, when I sit back and think about it, helping people is what I've done pretty much my whole life. You know, I was that helping friend as a kid and teenager coming up. I was on the volunteer fire department at 16 years old. I did that, you know, through 18, 19 years old. Joined the military. Wanted to serve my country, serve my fellow person. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where I went. And then I moved into law enforcement so I could help people, you know. So it only makes sense to try to keep doing that. And that's what this whole thing's about. It's a chance to reach out and try to help folks, you know. Even if it's only one. I know that's probably something that gets used a lot, but I had an experience as a law enforcement officer that really made a huge difference for me. And it actually involved a, a young man, high school age. And uh, while I'm not going to discuss that topic at the moment, the ability for me to see what a difference I made in that young man's life, I, I just wasn't expecting. You know, we ride call to call situation to situation from, you know, something as simple as a neighbor complaint next to a domestic dispute or an armed person or something along those lines. So oftentimes you don't get to see that impact. And this young man took a minute out of his day to tell me how profound the impact was for him. You know, by no means did I solve his problem, but it gave him a different way of looking at things. And helped him move forward each day better. So that's what my hopes are. My hopes are that, you know, by having these podcasts and sharing my experiences and my perspectives on things, and hopefully as the podcast moves on, we're going to have some guests that we can have some real conversation with, maybe even cover some topics that may be controversial. It'll give us all a chance to sit back and look at things from a different perspective. See where it can go from there. You know, I've always said that I can't fix a problem if I don't know it exists. And that's what this is about. So, hopefully, in the weeks and months to come with the show, I'll get some more interaction from folks. Otherwise, it's going to get a little interesting, me sitting here talking to myself all the time. But I will. And uh, we'll see where it goes. Like I said, as I guess cliche at this point as it sounds, if this podcast does nothing but help at least one person, then all the effort and time spent doing it is well worth it. Like I said, I've seen what it's done on a local level. And I know I'm not special. I know I'm not the only one. You know, we, we make impacts on people's lives on a daily basis. But why stop? Why stop with just one? 
Why stop with just my town, my community? Why not try even further? So guys, now you know who I am, a little bit about me and uh, what the podcast is for. So hopefully this is something that uh, we can build together and wind up being something that even if it's not me that helps somebody, it at least plants a seed for you to be able to help somebody. And that worked for me too. So with that being said, I appreciate your time and uh, hope to catch you on the next one. Bye guys. Hey guys, I really appreciate you listening. I hope this episode has been able to shed a little light into your life or at least give you a little perspective. The fact you've shared some of your valuable time with me is absolutely incredible. This podcast is for y'all and it wouldn't be possible without you. So hit me up with any questions or topics you want to hear about and look for it in an upcoming episode. This is an open podcast, so if I can help, hey, that's what I want to do. Let me know. So until next time, be safe and I'll catch you later.